the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, there's so much going on, I don't even know where to begin in this uh, this segment. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, I'll figure it out here in a minute. Uh, welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, I think we need a little levity today, so let's dip into the weird and wacky file. We haven't, we haven't dug really deep into the weird and wacky file for a while, so... Uh, I think today would be a good day. A lot of serious things going on. Well, this story right on the top of my stack for this hour is, uh, I mean, this is serious stuff. I want you to know that State Senator Lauren Book, no, she's not from Ohio. She's uh, from Florida. And uh, it just happens that she's a a Democrat. Well, I'm sure it's just, a coincidence that a story out of the weird and wacky file would involve a Democrat state senator in um, Florida. Anyway, she is proposing legislation in Florida that would make it illegal for any dog to stick his head out the window of a moving vehicle. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Lauren Book, a Democrat from Southern Florida, wants to protect pets, especially dogs, from the extreme danger of sticking their noses out of windows. Um, have you ever had a dog in a car? Have you ever rolled down the window just slightly? What is their natural instinct? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, I get to stick my head out the window. Okay, now, people have to be smart. They have to be wise. They can't roll it down far enough that the dog could jump out. I get that. But are you serious? Well, she is. Uh, The legislation actually reads, it would prohibit a dog, a dog owner, pardon me, from allowing their pet, I'm quoting, allowing their pet to extend its head or any other body part outside a motor vehicle window while the person is operating the motor vehicle on a public roadway or any other body part. Can't put a paw out. Can't put a nose out. Can't put a head out. (sighs) 
I am sure that the constituents of uh, State Senator Lauren Book are so thankful they have elected this woman to office. Um, I, I, I don't think it has a whole lot of hope of passing, but this is a real deal. This is not a parody. She really wants to make it illegal where the owner of a dog who allows the dog to stick his little nosy out the window could get a ticket. (sighs) My goodness. And then since we're talking about Florida, uh, there is a woman who is in jail. Uh, She is charged with murder. Uh, She was in a Uber car, absolutely jam-packed with people. Uh, this happened back this summer, and uh, a uh, an argument broke out in the car. Uh, this woman, her name is Natalia Harold, got into a shouting match. I think she was in the front seat. Uh, the, the the others were in the back seat or whatever. They, anyway, they got into a shouting match and a, a fight and so forth. Uh, she had a gun in her purse. She pulls out the gun and uh, shoots uh, her friend that she got in an argument with in the back seat of the Huber. Not the Huber, the Uber, pardon me. So, obviously, she's in jail. Well, her defense attorney is demanding that she be released. What is the defense? She's pregnant. And because she's pregnant... Her unborn child is being held unlawfully because the unborn child has not been charged with a crime. Now, the woman has been charged with a crime. She's in jail, but she's pregnant. And the unborn child has not been charged. And so the child is being held unlawfully and illegally Because the child has not been charged with any kind of crime, and there's only one way to get the unborn baby out of jail, and that is to get the mother out of jail. And no, I'm not making this up either. Quote, there's actually been a filing in court. The unborn child's constitutionally protected due process rights have been clearly violated. Now, the interesting thing about this is that there is a legal declaration that the unborn child is a human being with rights. Hmm. We'll we'll keep an eye on that for sure. Uh, Boy, just a potpourri here real quick. Uh, Bottom of the hour, I'm going to get—well, I might do it after this coming break— an important story about the Southern Baptist Convention. Huge, huge story. The second largest congregation in the Southern Baptist Convention has been ousted, kicked out. Uh, you're no longer a part of us. And it has created a firestorm of controversy. Um, I'll get into that after this break coming up. Just real quick, before the break, New York City is auctioning off over $200 million worth of unused, 
unneeded COVID gear for a few thousand dollars. Um, including uh, ventilators that cost the city $12 million unused ventilators that cost the city of New York City $12 million. They were auctioned off for scrap metal for less than $25,000. Masks uh, were auctioned off. Masks that cost $6.70 for the city. Obviously, these are unused masks. They cost the city uh, 701000 of them at $6.70 each. The average price on the open market was $3, but the city paid $6.75. They were auctioned off. They brought about a penny apiece. Yeah, cost the city $6.70. They brought in about a penny a piece. And then finally, real quick, going into the break, sad report from uh, WalletHub.com. U.S. household debt has jumped to the highest level in many, many decades. Why people are struggling to just get along. May I just say to you, you cannot borrow yourself out of debt. You can't. Be careful. This is a dangerous, dangerous trend in America. All right, we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, let me get into this story by just stating a fact. Doctrine matters. Doctrine matters. Uh, There's quite a controversy. uh, I started to say brewing. It's actually exploded in the Southern Baptist Convention because it was either yesterday or the day before the executive committee of the Southern Baptist Convention Uh, The largest Protestant denomination, although technically Southern Baptists are a convention. They're not a denomination, but yeah, we don't have time to get into all those distinctions. Uh, They're the largest Protestant denomination in America. Uh, They have officially ousted Saddleback Church in Lake Forest, California. That is a church pastored for over 40 years by Rick Warren. Uh, purpose-driven life, etc. cetera. Uh, Rick Warren has done an incredible job of leading that congregation through these years. Hundreds of thousands of people have come to Christ as Savior. Under his leadership, I've had great, great respect for Rick Warren. Uh, several years ago, he was really under attack for a lot of things, and I defended him. Uh, well, he has now retired, and uh, just before he retired, he took a real turn doctrinally. And here's what I mean. 
There are two major schools of thought concerning leadership in the church. And when I talk about leadership in the church, I'm talking about pastors and elders. All right. There is the egalitarian view and the complementarian view. All right. Let me quickly explain this. And I probably won't get finished with this and before the bottom of the hour segment. So hang with me. But we've, we've got to take a little bit of time with this. Egalitarian, complementarian. Complementarian is the view that Southern Baptists and historically all Baptists until the last 30 years or so uh, have held to a complementarian view, which says men and women are equal in God's sight, in love, in charity, in need of salvation, etc., 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 But God has ordained male leadership in the church as pastors and elders. It doesn't mean that women can't serve. It doesn't mean that women are not important. It doesn't mean that men are more important than than women. It doesn't mean that uh, men are superior to women and women are inferior to men. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that they believe that Paul specifically is very clear that pastors are to be men. How can you be the husband of one wife and not a man? Well, unless you live today. So that is the complementarian view, and that has been the overwhelming majority view for Baptists for decades, for centuries. Okay? Uh, Then there is the egalitarian view. The egalitarian view says it doesn't make any difference whether you're a man or a woman uh, to be a pastor. Well, how do you get around what Paul said about women? Well, usually the explanation is that was cultural. Uh, Paul only said those things because that was a uh, reflection of the culture of his time. He really didn't mean that it was only men that were to be pastors. He was just... He was just reflecting the culture. I, I personally have a problem with that. All right? I am a complementarian, and I make no apology for it. Now, egalitarians, uh, Pentecostals, Assembly of God, uh, some Nazarenes, not all, um, some Methodists, um, are the egalitarians. It doesn't make any difference. Everybody is equal. Uh, men, women, equal, and a woman can ease just as easily be ordained as a senior pastor, teacher, uh, as a man. So that's the egalitarian, complementarian view. Okay, the Southern Baptists, from their inception, have been complementarian. They believe that it is biblical that only men are to be the pastors and elders, and once again, do not believe the detractors from complementarianism that says, well, they just hate women, and they devalue women, and they believe that women are inferior. No, not they don't believe that at all. They don't believe that at all. Uh, well, I suppose you could find some, but that certainly is not a biblical position. Now, uh, the Southern Baptist Convention has been dealing with, with all kinds of controversy over the last several years. Calvinism, Armenianism, uh, 
the uh, sexual abuse scandal, uh, racial inequity and so forth. And I think to their credit, they have made mistakes. There is no doubt that they made mistakes. Why wouldn't they? They're humans. But for the most part, they've dealt with these things. The sexual abuse scandal. They faced this openly, honestly. Did everybody? No. Uh, And there have been several top leaders in the Southern Baptist Convention that have been disciplined as a result. But the convention as a whole, at least in recent years, has dealt with this in a straightforward manner. We're not sweeping under the carpet. We're going to deal with it. And I applaud them for that. The racial thing, and I've dealt with this on many occasions on this program. There are few conventions, denominations that have dealt with a racial issue more in a straightforward biblical manner than the Southern Baptists. Is there more they can do? I'm sure they can. Now, for the first time in many years, the Southern Baptist Convention is now facing the controversy over egalitarian complementarian. Saddleback Church, Rick Warren's former church, again, he has retired. Before he retired, he took a turn from complementarian Saddleback Church for 30, at least 38 years of their existence. Solidly complementarian, only men pastors. For at least 38 years, this was the position of Saddleback Church. And as far as I know, this was the position of Rick Warren. Well, recently, he changed. He ordained three women not long ago. And when he retired, they ushered in a pastor and his wife. And she is a teaching ordained pastor. This is very important to understand going into the break. This is a change for Saddleback, a fairly radical change for Saddleback and Rick Warren. So what was the Southern Baptist Convention going to do about it? We'll pick that up when we return. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 